Hey everybody, this is Bro That's Wild, and this is episode number four. Episode number four. So, uh, this is our number four the episode, and this is our second interview with somebody. That's right. And That's right. This is Billy. Billy Williams, a good childhood friend of ours. Yeah, man. yeah. Definitely uh, grew up with these guys. Um, been going to, I've been going to church with them for, you know, I'd say since I was a kid. You know, very good guys, very mightily used people in the church and uh, people I look up to. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, means a lot. you know, hey, means a lot. of course, I mean, you guys know, you guys know my name's Billy. You know, I'm 20 years old. I go to church at Abundant Life of Spurger and Silsby. Now I'm here tonight with the famous Devin and Brady with DMB Productions. <laughs> hey, that, yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out. Thank you for being with us. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have you on. I'm ready to hear this. Oh, yeah. So we have Billy on here. We have Billy to come in here and tell his testimony. He's been wanting yeah. to tell somebody, right? Yes, You've been yes, wanting to yes, tell somebody. Yes. And matter of fact, we have a podcast to tell him. Yeah, on. I mean, yeah, I think something, it's something he really wanted to reach out about. He really wanted to tell people about his testimony. He's been telling me. And then Devin's like, bro, we need someone else for the podcast. I was like, bro, what about like Billy? I was like, because he said he's got great testimony. He's been wanting to give it out. Devin's like, dude, let's shoot for it. And then I gave Billy this phone call. And now here we are. Yeah. I've just, uh, I've been waiting on the opportunity, you know. But I'm I'm a very introverted person, you know. Yeah. So I feel like this podcast, you know, will help me get it out, you know. And uh, I just I'm I'm glad for the opportunity, you know, to get it out there, you know, because I know it may help somebody in the future, you know, or whoever may be listening, you know. I know I've heard similar testimonies, and you know, they definitely inspired me, you know. Uh, and that's that's what I'm hoping to do with this, you yep. know, help somebody out. Yeah. So if you want to dive into where you ever, wherever you want to start at, you want to start at the beginning, you want to start in the middle, in the st- end, and work your way back, right. whatever you want to do. I'm, 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 you. I'm definitely gonna start at the beginning, guys. Uh, you know, see, my downfall really started with a deep depression. I, I was going through a breakup. I didn't really take it very well. We were together for two years, and I thought she was the one for. Or she was the one for me, my forever and ever, you know. Yeah. Well, things did not go that way. I fell way down to a whole different level of emotions. Confusion, anger, sadness, guilt, resentment, and loneliness. See, after the breakup, what do you think, what do you guys think I should have done? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. Me and my wife now, back my senior year and her junior year going to her senior. So my senior, leaving senior mm-hmm. summer after senior year. Yeah, graduation, whatever that's called. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a stroke? Yeah. 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 Graduation yeah. just left. <laughs> uh, and her junior year going to her senior year. Uh, we broke up. And shortly after us breaking out and, uh, and me going, and I fastly spiraled out of out of church uh i was i was at church every sunday but i was definitely not living right what yeah, i was supposed to for do for sure for sure so definitely in the same definitely in the same boat not in the same boat but i um, as far as situation as thinking that's the one and you know we're gonna be together forever obviously yeah. me and my wife got married but <laughs> right, right uh it's not something that what you should have done i think it's almost you can't you can't change your past like we were talking about earlier we can't change our past it's just all about what we can learn from our right right and go back to that point and it's like 
what was the switch that when we broke up, was I was I living for God just to be yeah, with her? Yeah. Or was I living for God to have that relationship with God? Right. Point right. Of realization. Yeah. And, and you get her and that's where it comes down to was am I just am I just coming to this church just to put on a front just to have a girlfriend that they hear? Yeah. Right. Or am I trying to have a relationship with God? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think that's that's what what it was for me. That's I wasn't wasn't focused on the right things. Yeah, for sure. God wasn't number one in my life. Yeah. It was trying to get a girlfriend and start a job. Yeah. Right. Try to make money. Make a life. Yeah. Pretty much. And that's not how it should be. It's always no. should be God number one. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. You haven't you have anything? I mean, really Devin, he I think he hit it right on the head where it needs to be because uh I mean with, with like relationship stuff and all that. Man, dude's giving me he's giving me relationship advice since like freshman year of high school. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude's, dude's been through he's been giving me advice for what is that, like six years now, dude? Yeah, that's it's crazy. Been a while. But yeah. uh yeah, I mean I think he has a great example of that and I think it's a great way of like he's lived it and now he had that point of realization and he just really flipped switched back to where he needed to be. Yeah. And, then, and and it definitely wasn't like an overnight thing. It was yeah, definitely I think exactly. I think we were broken up for three years, I think it was. Oh wow. So from that point to, I think it was actually three years, like on the dot. I really, think. by a, maybe even by a couple of days, whatever it is. But it was like maybe a year and a half, two years that I was out of out of church, hood ratting. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. a verb. Yeah, that is a hood ratting. You'll probably hear that a lot. That's that yeah. a verb, hood ratting. And uh, and yeah, it was definitely a process. Yeah, a lot of times you got when when for me, I had to allow myself to be broken. Yeah, yeah. For sure. To get back to that place. Exactly. For God to rebuild me the way he yeah. wants me. Yeah, and that's uh happened to me one like I fell down to like not a great place. And um Bradley Wade told me, because I was praying, I was like, God, I want to go deeper in you. And he was like, Well, he said, That's a dangerous prayer because if you want to go deeper in God, he's gotta break you down first to rebuild you back up. Exactly. He's gotta break the foundation that you've built to construct his own. Yeah, yeah. And so like with that, but once I knew that and I kind of accepted that, I was like, All right, God. Break me down so you can rebuild me the way you need me to, not the way I want to yeah. be built. It's like it's like a like a sculptor. That's exactly, exactly. what I was about to say. Exactly. You know, it, you it's, know. They can take this block out of a side of a mountain, but right. it's got to take the the artist to to sculpt you down, yeah, sculpture sure. to yeah. to chisel you down. It's gonna hurt. Yeah. It's not gonna be fun. Yeah, you're gonna get nicked. You're gonna get cut right. off. Right. Something's got to be cut off of you, and you exactly. know. But it's the process you got to yeah, go yeah. through to exactly. get there. Yeah. See, I, I I definitely agree, and not only that, with that that breaking, you know, that breakup or whatever, I uh, I definitely it made me realize like what I wanted in a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean, sense. and what I didn't want. You know, so I'm very thankful. You know, I learned from it. Yeah. You know, very thankful for that though. Um, but yeah, I, I should have Devin. I, I really should have went that path, but you know, sadly I didn't. Can't change the past. Exactly. Yeah. Only learn from it. You know. Exactly. Right. Change your future. That's exactly where I went wrong, you know. Instead of or reaching out for for help from God and the people and or or even the people in the church, you know, I leaned on marijuana and nicotine, just just something to numb the pain or at least help me hide from reality, you know. What I didn't what I didn't realize was I was actually going numb. Yeah, you know, not from the hurt or the pain from the heartbreak, but my spirit was going numb, you know. My ability to to feel God, but I I never realized it, you know. Because after the breakup, I started working 
you know, double the hours. You know, I was, I was working myself tirelessly, you know, just to keep my mind busy. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, I was the exact same way. I think I started truck driving right, uh, right after that breakup. It was like the day after the breakup. Yeah, you said, uh, was that KDSI? Yeah, I started with KDSI, and I was literally gone. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of the time. Like I was never I, every every time that I would get sent out of time, I'd be like, I'm pushing to get sent out of town, yeah. so I don't have to go to church, and I have an excuse not to go to church. Right, right. So, man, I, was, I, I totally like it. I I I know where you're coming from, where you you just dive into work or you dive into into a, a substance of trying to fill that hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only that, I was I was trying to I I would say I was trying to better myself, but. That's really not what I was doing. I guess yeah. I was, I was trying to get all those things that I wanted now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. you know, the whole time I was trying to build a life for for me and her. That, you know, and when it, when we broke up, I was like, well, I need to build a life for myself now. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly what I was trying to do. You know, but I was I was killing myself mentally, physically, and mostly spiritually. You know. Yeah. But when I mean I was killing myself physically, I mean I had dropped 30 or 40 pounds within a month. Oh, wow. That's wild. That's yeah. crazy. It, yeah. it is. It is. And, it, it, you know, people couldn't believe I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, but I couldn't eat. Every every time I would try to eat, I would throw it up every single time. Yeah. You know, and just and just mentally I was a wreck, you know. I was stressed all the time, always a- angry and on edge, you know. Yeah. Mentally and physically exhausted, you could say, you know. By this time, I was completely isolated, you know, from the church, my family, you know. I didn't really have friends, you know, because I pulled myself away from any kind of relationship, you know. I was, it was just always me and my thoughts. And, you know, me, I don't, I don't really like to think. I don't like to be in my thoughts. Because yeah. when I'm in my thoughts or I'm lonely, you know, I, be, I begin to think about things I don't want to think about, you know. So that's when, that's when I would smoke pot, you know. Yeah. When I was sad, depressed, angry, mad, any any inconvenience in my life, I would smoke. Really, you know. You know, you guys are probably starting to realize that I was using it as a, uh, I was becoming dependent upon it. Yeah. You know, I was using it as a suppressant for my feelings and my emotions. And you know, for the most part, I used it to escape reality. You know, just get out of what was real. You know. Well, a little bit after my my 18th birthday, I was given a job opportunity from my dad. He called me up while I'm still working at the restaurant. I mean, we just ate there. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, I I worked there for two years, guys. It was, I I definitely, I was in a bad place there, you know. Well, anyway, he called me while I'm working one day out there. And uh, uh, he asked me if I want a job, you know. You know, of course, he knew I was going to take the job Yeah. simply because it's good money. Like, yeah. honestly, when I was working there, it was the hourly rate was double my hourly rate really? at Munchies. Yes. You know, so he knew I was going to take it. Yeah. So I ended up taking it. And, uh, you know, I was working in the oil field. Okay. You know, you, yeah. you guys know I was out there for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so I took the job or whatever. And uh, well, to my surprise, I liked it, you know. See, everybody talks about the oil field and how it's rough and it's hard work, which it is, you know. But but there was something about that industry that I loved. I couldn't couldn't get enough of it. I was invested in it. Yeah. You know, I was invested in the wrong thing at that point. You know. That's good. 
you know, and maybe I loved it so much because I grew up around it. You yeah. know, my whole life, that's all I knew. Yeah, that's what your dad did. Exactly. All that's what he's yeah, exactly, okay. you know. And, uh, well, I, uh, or, or maybe it was because, you know, he traveled and I knew that. You know what I mean? I, I love to travel. It's just I know there's a whole world to see out there, you know, and I want to go see it. There's there's more than just Steels being Spurger, Texas, you know. But I, I want to be used here first, you know. If if I can be used here, then God can, oh, yeah. you know, he'll, exactly. he'll make a way in other places. Yeah. You know. Well, anyway, the job, you know, with the job, I'm traveling a lot. I'm, I'm always gone. You know, I'm only working six months out, or I'm only home six months out of the year. So I'm missing a lot of church, and I probably missed a lot of a lot of services that could have really turned my life around. Yeah, you know what I mean for sure. And uh, I, and at this point, you know, I was still I was still smoking, you know, nicotine and marijuana. You know, so fast forward a year, for a year and a half maybe, I just got tired of living in a cycle. You know, just wake up every day, do the same thing. It gets tiring. It gets boring. You get wore out on it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I finally decided. I was like, Nah, this it, it's not for me. You know, it's it definitely it was something that I felt like I didn't need anymore. You know, I realized I was like, I, I'm definitely becoming dependent upon it. You know, it's, it was something I looked for every day when I woke up and before I went to bed. I really didn't like that. You know. Oh yeah. You know, so I dropped that. And you know, I know I know a lot of people they struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I dropped it cold turkey. I never, I never had any yearn for it. I oh, never, awesome. you know that's what I mean. Awesome. I never had any cravings yeah. for it. I never had any withdrawals. Yeah. And it, it amazes people. You know, they're like, yeah, that's great. I, I don't yeah, understand how you can do it. But for me, it, it was easy. You know, but you know, nicotine was completely different. It's completely different. You know, it's it's more convenient. You know. It's it's just there, and the hardest part for me about it was is I wasn't legal to buy. Yeah, that was the only thing I or had a problem with. Yeah, you know, which I mean, there's there's ways around it, you know. Oh, yeah. Of course, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, uh, so you know, I'm still struggling with that, and um, fast forward another six or seven months, I get laid off from the oil field, right? I uh. At this at this point, I had already accomplished so much. You know, I had I had bought that the house cash. You know, I'm paying on the land that it's on. You know, I had two trucks. One was paid off. One almost paid off. Yeah. You know, within that or at that point, it was like six months and it was paid off. Yeah. You know, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm 20. You know, well yeah. at that point, it, I was 19. Yeah, you know, crazy 19, yeah. 19. I paid cash for the house and the land, but I never started. Like the land, I didn't start living in or living on till I was twenty because yeah. the the land needed some work. You know, yeah, I had man. to clear. You know, yeah. I had to get power poles and you know other stuff. You know, septic and yeah. all that. That's so but crazy. I mean, dude. yeah, yeah, that's still crazy. That's like, it, it, yeah, like an awesome years. thing to do as like such a young guy. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Like latter years of your teenage years, right. and then like going into your twenties, like you've already got house, land, yeah, two vehicles. Yeah. I, well, that, that well that was my thing. You know, I wanted, you know. When that breakup happened, I, I wanted to build a life for myself, and that's yeah. exactly what I was doing. I was I was building stability, yeah. you know, and I pushed myself for it. Worked tireless hours, man, you know, and it was. I mean, it all worked out for me. But honestly, I wouldn't have it without God. He let me have that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I worked for it, but if it, if it wasn't God's will, I would never got it. You know. Yeah. 
you know, even though even though I wasn't living how I was supposed to, he still allowed me to get those things, and which it, it amazes me, you know, because you know I, I didn't deserve it. You know, he he could have took that all away, and he could have humbled me at any point. Most definitely in that in that time, you know, when I was making that that good money, or and when I thought I was on top of the world, mm-hmm. he could have humbled me at any yeah. point, took it all away. You know, I could have I could have suffered an injury, you know, just whatever. Yeah. He didn't, exactly. you know, and, you know, I look back on that now and I'm like, God, you were really sparing my life. You know, you were really sparing me, you know, because I, I definitely deserved it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I definitely turned my back on God. And, you know, it, it really hurts me, you know, looking on it now. It's just he didn't deserve that, you know. You know, he's the only person in this world that will always be there when, you know, you're at your lowest oh, point. Yeah. Very, yeah. True. And, Very true. Yeah. And he, he, like I said, he's always going to be there, you know, and he's the one, he's the only one, well, I wouldn't say only one, but he's the one that deserves most of your time. You know, he, he's so mer- merciful and loving, dude. It's, and as humans, like I said, we don't, we take that for granted. Yeah, yeah we really do. A lot we, of people, you know. Do. Like, cause I, I, I'm getting off topic here, but uh, oh, I don't know. Go ahead, man. like, so I was reading this this thing, you know, and it was uh, it was talking about why people take things for granted, you yeah. know, and it's like people tend to take things for granted because there's an abundance of it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. people take things for granted that they didn't work for or they didn't earn, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, see at work the other day, man, I was working night shift, I uh. I was sitting up there just chilling, you know, scrolling through Facebook, time, passing time. You know, I worked 12 hour shifts, but I, I was passing time, right? Scrolling on Facebook. And I had, I had seen this girl. I actually wrote this down in my notes, too. Like, it, it definitely, it was a thought yeah. that I know it'll, it'll preach, man. Well, anyways, yeah. Hey, go about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I will. Go you know. about it. Well, anyway, <laughs> you know, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I, I come upon, or upon this, this post of, of young people, young Pentecostal people. You know, and in the front, it was this this girl in the wheelchair. You know, she was a young lady. Um, it was just, I didn't think anything of it. You know, anything a part of the church or a part of what we believe, I you know, I try to interact with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, I like to post. I didn't think anything of it. You know, so I scrolled. But something something brought me back, back to that post. So I scrolled back up. And I'm looking at the picture. And I... Click on I click on the profile, and to my surprise, it was it was the girl in the wheelchair. But you wouldn't even know it was her, because in almost every one of her pictures, man, it was she did not show uh, below her waist. Yeah, you know, and you know, looking at her her pictures, it really humbled me. It really it brought me to a place of uh, thankfulness, because you know I realized at that point I was like. You know, I, I don't know how she was handicapped or whatever, but um, it brought me to a point to where I had realized, like, my, my childhood wasn't the greatest by any means, you know, but it wasn't the worst either, you know. And um, well, it brought me to a point where I realized, I, you know, I was like, she didn't, she didn't have the childhood that I had. The things that I took for granted, granted as a kid, you know, running, playing, you know, a lot of people they'll complain today about, you know, standing on their feet all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, having having to go to work and work twelve hours. You know, and it, it really humbled me because 
I bet that girl would love to go to work. Oh. I bet that girl would love to to run, to jump, and to live how we lived, you know? Yeah. And it, it really humbled me, you know? And the thing is, it was like, you know, there's times when I get, I mean, y'all see me when I get off work, I'm in my, I'm my work clothes and I'm in my steel toe boots and everything. And, you know, there's times it's like, I've been on my feet all day. These boots are heavy. I don't want to run tonight. I don't want to jump and shout. But that right there, that really struck something in me. It was like, mm-hmm. I know that girl would love to to jump in church and, mm-hmm. you know, to dance, to exactly. do what I do, exactly. to, to do the things I take for granted every day. You know, we, we wake up with it every day. You know, it's, it's just there. We don't, we don't think to thank God for it because yeah. it's, it's there. We didn't have to earn it. We didn't have to work for it. Yeah. You know, and it, it really, we're not promised tomorrow. So no. we've got to live exactly. every day. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. And it just, it really struck something in me. And now it's like, or even, you know, the, your vision, I mean, or, yeah. or even, um, you know, just whatever it may be, the things we take for granted every day, whether, you know, we just, we take advantage of it way too often. And, you know, that's why I've been praying God humble me every day. You know, I'm praying God teach me humility, you know, because that's exactly what I needed. I needed that humility to, to realize the things that I take for granted every day, you know, and I'm, I'm thankful, you know, God, he, he humbled me. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, well, anyway, back back to my. <laughs> I, I just I know I completely got off no, off topic right, there, right. but good, you know something led do me you. to go that way. Just do you, yeah. So uh, this is your podcast, yeah, yeah. This, this is all <laughs> right, about right. Me. We're just yeah. guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So at this point, you know, in my life, when I got laid off, I was, I was broke, no job. You know, bills coming in. That's the thing. That's the thing about life. Even though you have no, you have no money coming in, yeah. then bills are still coming exactly. in. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just because you're you're in a bad situation, the yeah. world doesn't stop spending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I just, you know, and at this point, I I was struggling. You know, I, and I wasn't living for God, but I knew that's the only thing I knew I could do was was pray to God, yeah. get me out of this situation. But as I'm praying, you know, I, I realize I'm like, God, God won't hear me. You know, I, or I, I think anyway, I'm, I'm like, God won't hear me. I'm like, as, as much as I've, or as what I've done to him and he didn't deserve, he has every reason to to turn the deaf ear and yeah. to walk away from me and forsake me. You know, and honestly, that, that could have been the adversary, but I knew, like, even though I'm human, you know, that's just what my mind was telling me, mm-hmm. you know. And to be honest, it's, it's I was right, you yeah, know. What I was true. what I was telling myself was right. I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve his glory or his mercy, you know. And uh, you know, I done thought I'd gone too far and done too much, you know. But I I prayed anyway, and luckily, you know. And even if it wasn't my prayers that he heard, you know, I knew I had a mother praying. Yeah. You know, a family praying. And not only that, you know, and just maybe, you know, I don't know if he knew my situation, but I mean, he knew I was laid off, but he he didn't know I was in the situation that yeah. I was spiritually, you know. And uh, so honestly, they, they were probably praying for me. And uh, well, God, he definitely made a way when there was no way, you know, because, you know, luckily, you know, somehow it was 
you know, if you know anything about uh, having a note on a vehicle, the car lot isn't very lenient. No, you know, they ain't. You know, they want their money, you know. Yeah, they want their money or they want their car. Exactly. <laughs> you know, There's no in the middle. No, no. But luckily, you know, this car lot, you know, and that and that's the thing. I was so close to I owed like twenty eight hundred dollars on this thirty five thousand dollar vehicle. You know, I owed twenty eight hundred, and they could have took it at yeah. any point, man. They could have been like, "Nah, we can get another twenty grand off that vehicle." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it's still in immaculate condition. Yeah. You know, low miles. They could they could have took that truck. You know, but luckily they were lenient. You know, and not only that, my landlord he was lenient. Just, just pretty much any bill that I had, they were lenient and they understood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, let's see. But you know, I'm I'm just thankful for God. You know, He. When we give things to Him, dude, it's like, what what it takes us a lifetime to do, He can do in a moment, and it yeah, it, it still amazes me how He made a way out of that when I didn't even see a way. You know, I wasn't doubting God. I was just, I was doubting humanity and myself, really. You know, and one of my biggest thoughts is, you know, he died for me knowing I might not ever want him. Yeah. That that love right there to humanity, that's a love that, that's almost impossible, man. Yeah. I, I, th- I think about that all the time. I'm like, God knew I was going to mess up. He yeah. knew what I was exactly. going to do yesterday when I did whatever I did. Exactly. Yeah. And he still, he still died on the cross, even though he, I knew I, I, I was gonna break his heart. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he still loved me. Yeah, that's he still so loved me enough. And it, it, it brings me back to the story of, um, I can't think of his name right now, but about the, uh, the son, you know, he wants his wealth with his brothers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he takes his wealth and he leaves. The prodigal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The prodigal son. Yeah. Uh, so he takes his wealth and he leaves, right? And he, he blows his wealth. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And so he's got to, he got to, or he has to get a job, you know, working with the, with the swine, you know, and, um, he's at the, at this point, he's at the lowest of the low, mm-hmm. right? And at this point, he's like, maybe if I go back to my father's house, he'll let me become a servant, you know? And well, when he comes back, his father with open arms, man, even though he had every reason not to take him back in, yeah, exactly. you know? He, he was there with open arms, and it said he ran to him. Yeah. His father ran to him. That means he was watching for him. Exactly. exactly. He, he, he was, was there ready. waiting every, for him. Every night he was sitting there watching. Waiting maybe, for him. maybe my son will come back today. Exactly. Maybe he'll and come back today. I, I can relate to that so yeah. much. You know, it's like I was on – he had every reason, you know. I, I took my own path. It didn't work. And then I tried to come back. He's there with open arms. Yeah. And when he, when I'm completely undeserving, you know, he, he's there with open arms, and I'm I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, like I said, and like the love that he has for humanity, it's it seems impossible, you know, but I'm glad I serve a God that makes the impossible possible. Yeah. Amen. You know what I mean? Well. Okay, so while I was laid off, you know, I was, I was still smoking uh, nicotine at this point, you know. And, uh, you know, I knew in the – well, at this point, God had given me a job at this at the steel mill, right, yeah. working with Alan. And, uh, well, he, he definitely blessed me with that job. Yeah. You know, it was at the right point 
right at the right time that God had given me that job. You know, great benefits. You know, God, God definitely blessed me with that job. You know, and uh, well, after I get this job, or well, before I got that job, I was trying to break this addiction of the nicotine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everything I tried, you know, I couldn't. I just could not break it. You know, I tried the patches. I tried. I tried other substitutes as in like the, the nicotine pouches or mm-hmm. or even like the stick on pouches mm-hmm. or you now i tried chewing on straws i just i could not break this habit what no it wasn't like it wasn't like the marijuana where i could just no nah, i don't want it no more yeah and it it was it was it was rough you know i didn't like the person i was without it because without it i was always on edge i was i was always like the slightest thing could anger me yeah when i when i was trying to quit i would go over to my mom's house and uh well they uh they have custody of my three nephews right and uh well then you know they're kids they're young boys they're gonna be loud yeah i couldn't i could not go over there i would i would completely lose my temper i would have an outburst at them you know and i knew i knew they were just kids but i, I just could not control my anger around them they were too loud they were just you know, I, I couldn't handle it, so I'd go home. You know, it. I would think it would, or it was, it would stress me out, is what it do. Yeah. And I'd go back, you know, go right back to it. Well, you know, so I, I, I kind of gave up on it. You know, I was like, you know, I was so convinced in my mind that this is gonna be my downfall. This is gonna be the reason I, I go to hell, because mm-hmm. I cannot break this. Yeah. You know, and I, like I said, I was so convinced in my mind. The devil had me defeated you know uh, this is this is it this is this is this is my life at this point you know and uh like i and god was using me but i knew there was more that god could do in my life i knew that he could do so much more with me you know and he he wanted to do more but there was there was some kind of barrier there i knew what it was it was it was the nicotine and like and that's why i tried to break it but i could i I tried to break it by myself. I just, I couldn't, you know, and, uh, I knew at this point, you know, my only hope was the homecoming services because we have a move of God oh, every yes, year. Oh yeah. Yes. You know, do. I know the one time or see when I was working in the oil field, I, I, I wasn't able to go. I was always out of town. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason for that. You know, that I just, no, because I could have got my breakthrough then. Oh, yeah. You know, I could have changed my life around then. You know, but with work or, you know, working where I was, it just it wasn't possible. Yeah. You know, because at that point, I was either working seven days on and seven days off or 14 days on, 14, do- or 14 days off. Yeah. So, and it, my schedule would always seem to not fall. I would never be home on those services. So, you know... And when I when I got this job at the steel mill, you know, I, the schedule that I hired on with it was, I wasn't gonna be able to make the services. Yeah. I was gonna be able to make the first service, and that was it, you know. But uh, well, God, I, if God didn't step in and make a way, you know, because I was already having issues with that the crew I was on. Yeah, you know, they were, they they were just at me for being a Christian. You know, it was, I I don't know. What their problem? I, I, what I think it was is my spirit didn't mix up with their spirit. I was trying to live for God, you know. Yeah, I was. It was like 
you know, they would tell me, because I would be, I would get mad, you know, at them. I, I was always on edge with them, you know, because they look at me, a young, a young boy or a young man trying to make something or trying to be someone in life. Yeah. And they took advantage of my work ethic. You know, they they would have me do their jobs and they would go hide for a couple hours. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course I'm going to get mad at that. I'm here to do my job. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and they they love to tell me, why are you mad? Ain't you supposed to be Pentecostal? And right there, it was like, you know, because I, I have a very short fuse with ignorance. You know, <laughs> I, I, I try to love people. I try to love people as much as I can. But ignorant people just kind of seem to get, <laughs> they need a lot more loving, you know, for sure. And uh, so, you know, it, it was just stuff like that that it would say. It would make no sense. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, if you were really in your Bible, man, you would know what the Bible says about that. Yeah. You know, but I didn't, I'm not the person to judge. I'm not that person to judge, you know, because, you know, the only person I, I can judge is myself, really. You know, especially if I'm not living right, you yeah, know, right? Yeah. I'm struggling with things. Yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, God made a way for me to go to all services. Yeah, you know, awesome. when I, and I will listen to this, not only when I, when I switched crews, you know, I got away from those people that, that were always, always putting me down, you know, not only did he remove me from them, but he bumped me up a position and gave me a pay raise. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Wow. And not only that, I was able to make all of this, all of the services. Man, that's incredible. God, that's incredible. God is definitely that's good. Awesome. He He makes a way out of no way, oh, yeah. you know. So at this point, you know, I get to go to the services, and uh, well, first service goes by. You know, I'm pushing for it. Um, I'm already. I was at this point. I was already believing God can do it. Yeah. I was speaking it in faith. I was. I was like, God, you're gonna deliver me. You know. But first service goes by, and I still had that craving that I just could not drop that nicotine. It was as soon as I get out of church, I'd crave it. Yeah, you know, it's, it was it was like the first thing when I woke up, I was looking around, looking for my vape. Yeah. You know, and I, well, you know, second curve or second service comes by, and uh, I go to it. You know, power. I mean, I mean, I know there were power, powerful moves of God. You know. But that just wasn't my day of deliverance. You know, God was definitely moving, yeah. just not in my situation right then. You know, and uh, well, God didn't. I wasn't delivered that service, right? I went back, did the same thing, fell to the craving. You know, went back, went back to it. So that next day, that last service, right? I uh, I told God, you know, I'm like, God, if if I'm gonna quit this nicotine. You need to completely take the craving out of my life. Yeah. Because if, because I know when that craving comes, every time I'm going to fall to it. Yeah. Every time, you know? And that's just, as flesh, I mean, that's, that's, that's how it goes, you know? But we got to, we got to fight the flesh. But I'm, I guess I just wasn't strong enough then. Or, you know, I, I don't know what it was, but I just could not fight that craving, you know? And, uh, well, that night, that last service, you know, I didn't. I didn't feel any deliverance. I didn't feel freedom. I didn't feel a chain breaking. You know, so I thought it was just. I'm. I was like, this is it. I'm. I'm stuck with it forever. You know, this. It's gonna be my downfall. Well, I go home that night, go to sleep. You know, which after I got out of service, I didn't. I didn't even. 
smoke anything. You yeah. know, I, I was just, I was just so down and depressed. Yeah. I was like, I, I just didn't want it. You know, yeah. I, I do it in the morning. Well, anyway, that next morning, you know, I wake up, do my normal routine, you know, but something was different. But I didn't realize it, man. Yeah. I, I really didn't. You know, I get to work, and you know, I'm working or whatever, staying busy. And uh, dude, around like half of the shift, dude, check check this out. Like at half of the or like between uh, halfway through the shift, I realized I'm like, and I haven't had one craving. Over, I haven't even thought about that's nicotine awesome. all yeah, day. That's awesome. And I was like, that's, an, that's and, incredible. And the thing is, is people were smoking around me, yeah. and I just I wasn't. It didn't click. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't how I normally was. Where if somebody was was hitting a vape oh you know where's my you know yeah. it was just something and it, it was so crazy to me you know i woke it was like i never even smoked man i yeah that's, that's it, awesome. it, it was just insane to me and I, I i can't i really can't i still can't wrap my mind around it how god just took that craving dude yeah. how god just he delivered me from it and i didn't even know dude i didn't i really didn't and so that day, well, I'm like, you know, of, of course, you know, flesh, you're going to doubt. You know, you're going to think, well, it's just, you know, it's just one of those days where I don't feel like it. You know, yeah. so I'm like, well, I'm going to ride it out, see how long I can go. You know, and dude, as of, what's today? The, 20, the, yeah. the 28th of this month, I'm two months clean from oh, nicotine. Wow. Praise God. And that's awesome, bro. Dude, do it not, not one craving. And that's. And people at work, they they are so surprised. They they can't comprehend it either, because the thing was, when I hired in there, they there was already people that were trying to quit. Yeah, right. And at this point, I, I wasn't even trying to quit anymore, until them services. And uh, well, there had guys, you know, they've been trying to quit, trying to quit. You know, and they they couldn't do it. And dude, I went I went to work one day, or like they started to realize they're like. You know, they would ask me for, you know, a vape or a lighter. Or I'm like, man, I, was, I, was like, I don't smoke no more. And, you know, like, you don't smoke anymore. No, no. They're like, what happened? They're like, you know, they're like, oh, you're on the, you're on the pouches. No. What do you, what do you mean? What, what are you doing then? Nothing. <laughs> like uh, nothing, man. And they're like, what? How? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And they just, they're so amazed. They're like, you quit it cold turkey? Yeah. Like. I was like, well, I didn't. I was like, well, I quit cold turkey, but I was like, I didn't do anything. I was like, it was, I, was like I gave it to God, and God did it, man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh That's yeah. Crazy. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, because, and I, I tell them, I'm like, you try to quit cold turkey. I was like, give it, give it two days or three days. I was like, and tell me, tell me the results. And um, probably not even that, dude. Yeah. They couldn't do it. They could not do it. And and, and the thing is, you know. It said, it, honestly, it said that um, quitting nicotine, cold turkey, is actually unhealthy. It's bad for you, yeah. right, dude? I, I like that first that first week of me not smoking nicotine. I could feel a difference in my lungs. I could breathe. I yeah. could go out there and play with my nephews and not be out of breath. Not it. I just it was insane what God no. did for me, yeah, man. That's awesome. And the thing, and to think, man, you know, like. I'm the last person that that deserved that, you know. There, if there was anybody that deserved to be to be stoned or crucified, I, I would say that was me. 
you know, because I the hypocritical lifestyle I was living, it, you know, I, and the thing is, you know, I, I know people are going to judge, you know, but like you said, you know, you can't change the past. You know, if I would have knew what I knew now, you know, and submitted myself, you know, to God when I should have, you know, in that time of loneliness, in that time of heartbreak, there's no telling where I would be in God now. But the thing is, if I would have done that then, I would not have the testimony that I have now. And I wouldn't have been through the things that I've been through. And I yeah. wouldn't have overcame the things that I've been through. Yeah. You know, so I'm, you know, like I told you, I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed of my of my past. But I'm definitely not thankful for it, you know. Yeah. You know, the only thing I can be thankful for is the testimony I get to share. What exactly. God has yeah. brought me from. Yeah. You know, and... I mean that's that's all I can that's all I can get from that you yeah. know and the thing is people you know people like to judge oh yeah you know what I mean oh yeah but the thing is I'm I'm at the point now it's like you know if anybody does deserve you know to throw a stone or cast a stone at a sinner you know God is the only one yeah you know he's he's the only one that that's able to cast that stone or cast that stone at a sinner because he's the only one without sin. But yet he's the only one that won't. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be there's there's gonna be those people out there that say, oh, yeah. uh, "No, they're all gonna be shooting exactly. at you." Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's up to you to either hand them the ammo to shoot at you or yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. not hand them the ammo. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna right. be they're gonna be shooting no matter what. Yeah. yeah, right, right. But your actions load their gun. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, man, actions speak louder than words. You know, Bishop made a post the other day. I believe it was Bishop about let your actions. You know, prove to them that what I believe it's like how you've changed or something like yeah. that. And and believe it or not, people in the church have actually seen the difference in me. Yeah. Okay. You know, and not only in the church but outside of the church. You know, people on people I don't even know on Facebook they can see the change just in how I post. Yeah. You know, and it's like it it really is crazy to me how just the the, the simple things you can do. But God uses those. He like those little things, as in, you know, because I post a lot. I used to post a lot of memes and you know just random stuff on my mostly <laughs> memes, mostly memes on my Facebook, right? Constant memes, you know. But uh, I'm just glad you're saying it right. <laughs> Some memes, meme. Oh, oh no, no. But yeah, I would post memes. But I was at the point where, you know, I'm like, I can use this as outreach. I can use this to reach somebody. And it did. I, I would have people messaging me, telling me, "Hey, um, you know, I, I see a change in you. I don't, I don't know what you did, but you know, you changed. You know, like you're starting to post about God." I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, like let me, let me tell you what God did yeah. for me." And that's what I would do. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and uh, like I said, you know, believers they just they're like, "No, nah, that's that." You know, you just tell me that just to to get me in church. No, that's yeah. that's real life. It is. It happens. You know, God is real. He and He He does deliver. You know what I mean? He He does do these things, like these testimonies. You know, you wouldn't know till you've been through it. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I'm a walking testimony now. You know, God does deliver. He forgives. You know, and uh, I'm very thankful for that because there's no telling where. I, honestly, I should be locked up or dead right now yeah if i would have kept going the path i was going because i was already pretty deep you know 
like I said, there, there's more to my testimony than, you know, what, I, what I've said here tonight. But, you know, maybe that's a, another time for, you know, maybe a part two, guys, yeah. right? You know. We load that bait back on. Yeah, yeah, you know, part two. But, you know, um, but I, honestly, I don't feel, feel comfortable yet. But I will. I will get to yeah. that point, you know, because I'm learning to not be ashamed of my testimony. Yeah. And that I believe – Y'all are helping me with this tonight on this podcast. You know, it's helping me to get it out there. And not only that, it's it's teaching me to use it, to oh, yeah. to utilize it, you oh, know, yeah. not be ashamed of it. Because I know there's there's other people that are dealing what I've dealt with. Yeah. yeah. And I know I hey, I could be that key to them. Exactly. I could I could be that one to to break their cycle. Exactly. You know? And like honestly, there's already been one girl I uh, I helped her quit. Uh, nicotine and, and marijuana, wow. you know, that's awesome. and I, I, I just met her on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And she, she was like, well, you know, what'd you do when I, I told her, I was like, try God. Because she, she, she told me she tried the same thing that I was, you know, like the, the pouches or whatever. And, and then like the, the marijuana. And is she local or is she, I'm not sure. You just didn't really know her. I, I, <laughs> I, Facebook friends. <laughs> I, I, and that's the thing. I, I have so many people on my Facebook. I really don't know, which I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to go through there and weed them out. Yeah. You know, people I don't know or like post I don't like. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll unfriend them. You know, it's not to be yeah. me, but you don't want to feed that negativity. Exactly. Yeah. Not I want to feed the right things. Exactly. You know, so I'm starting weed or starting to weed them out. You know, and post positive things, uplift. You know what I'll do on my Facebook? I won't unfriend them, but what I'll do is I'll like on Facebook especially. I'll like stop following them. Oh, so their, yeah, yeah. Their so stuff doesn't show up on my yes. feed, but they see everything that I post. Right, right. So if it's in a positive thing that I post, they'll oh, be able wow. to see it. But their exactly. negative stuff. See, I see, see, I didn't, I didn't realize that till, till a couple months ago. Yeah. I was, you know, I thought if you unfollowed them, they, you know, you just, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't, I'm not a mean person by any means. You know, I, I try to be, you know, as nice as possible. And, you know, I'm definitely more approachable now than I was for sure. You know, before living with God, I uh, I was I was unapproachable. I was I was uh. You're good. Give me a call. Yeah, yeah. I was like I said. I was I was unapproachable. You know, I guess I just had that that mean mugging look of I don't want to talk to that guy. Yeah. That guy looks mean, and you know. But but now, like like I told y'all today, it was like God. He, I'm I'm more approachable to random people now, mm-hmm. in which I I don't mind that. Cause now I'm more. I'm I'm using or I'm I'm more outspoken now. Yeah. You know, and if you knew me years ago, I'm not that person. I was that introverted, shy kid. Yeah. You know, that stayed in the corner <laughs> and in church events. You know, didn't talk to anybody, yeah. didn't involve myself. Yeah. I was just I was like that weird kid in the corner. <laughs> you know, but now it's like, God, you know, he he people can come to me, you know, and I just. I'm not shy. I can I can speak to them, you know, like like I knew them, you know, like like we've been friends. And I definitely got it. Allows me to use my testimony there, you know. But I don't sit there and give them my whole testimony. I give them the part of my testimony that I know they can benefit exactly. from. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I I feel like and if they need to hear more of my testimony or, you know, they. I feel like they could use my whole testimony. I'll, I'll give them my whole testimony. Yeah. But that that's like an hour conversation right there, <laughs> you know. And uh, but when it comes to God, I can I can really just talk. 
You know, I can yeah. I can talk somebody's ear off yeah. about God. And because he he just people don't understand what he's done for me, what yeah. he's brought me from. So they wouldn't understand. You know, but um you know, so as far as deliverance, you know, he he's freed me from the chains and bondage of depression, oppression, suicidal thoughts, addictions, hate, and so much more, you know. Uh, and I just want to tell the people, you know, listening to this podcast that, you know, God still, he still loves you. You know, he's that, he's that, he's that father with, with, uh, open arms waiting on you to come home, you know, Amen. and let him comfort you and, and give you peace and rest, you know, and deliverance and anything else you may need tonight. He's there and he's waiting, you know, and just, just know nothing is too big for God. You know, he, he can do it all and he will do it all if you if you give it to him. Yeah. And uh you know, there's there's a saying it's God is as faithful as the sunrise. And I believe that with everything yeah. in me. Even when we aren't, God is. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't deserve it, he is. But uh, I I'm thankful, you know, y'all allowed me to come on here and share know, we enjoyed oh, it. and share my testimony. Oh, yeah. You know, That's hopefully great. So I, I have a question. Going yeah. back earlier, you said that you realized you didn't want to be in a cycle and you broke it. What what broke in your cycle? Because everybody in everybody in this everybody deals with a cycle at one point. Yeah, right? yeah. But only the person going through that cycle, I believe, knows what will break that cycle. Right. Because you know, you know, everybody knows cycles in the in, in a circle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you deal with the same valleys and you deal with the same mountaintops every time. You know, we're not built to deal with the same valleys and the yeah, same mountaintops. Right. It's supposed to be new valleys, new exactly. mountaintops going forward. Exactly. So it's kind of like a heart monitor. You got the same downs and you got the same ups. Yeah, right? yeah. What was that? Where was that breaking point for you in your cycle? As far as like, okay, so as far as the marijuana, it was, that's the first thing. I would do when I would wake up, I would smoke, you know, just, and, and the thing is, is I did it all day. Yeah. I would just sit around and I would smoke. And honestly, it was something in me. It was like, it made me feel like a bum, to be honest, like, <laughs> like just some lazy pothead, you know? And yeah. I knew I was like, I'm meant for more in life than just, just sit around and smoke up all day. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm, I was like, I'm better than that. I was raised better than that. And I know better than that, you know? So, I mean, I guess that's, that's where it was for me. You know, it was just, cause the, cause the thing is, it's at that point, you know, God, every, I mean, I know God was always pulling for me, you know, but the thing is, it's, uh, which, you know, I would try to respond, but when I would respond, you know, I'd go to church and I'd pray and do all this, you know, I'd, I'd play the part, I'd play the part pretty much. And then I'd go home, spark up, you know, and you know what the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my grandma's like top quotes. Like anytime I, she'd always say that all the time. And I, yeah. Cause even my dad says that now It, it is. And it's, it's definitely true. And that's what it was. I was going insane. Because I was expecting God to move in my life, but I would go home and do the same actions. Yeah. You know, it's like, it, it just, it doesn't, now that I look back on it, it doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah. You know, I was like, how could how could I have been so stupid? God, every yeah. time, every time God would pull for me, you know, He was there. He, mm-hmm. you know, it's not He He was there, but I wasn't. He was just waiting on me to to really just surrender to Him, give it to Him, and I mean, once I finally did that, I was like, there's there's no way I can go back. <laughs> I, you know, I think back, and and honestly, when I think back, I start to realize all the all the blessings that I had, even though, even though I wasn't living for God, God was still blessing me. You know, I was like, I definitely don't deserve that. Or even if it wasn't blessings, it was, it was mercy, Yeah. you know, and it's just insane with the love of God, you know, what, what God will do for us. Oh, yeah. It's when, you know, cause, cause people say, you know, what you'll do for someone you love, Will, will shock you, you know, and that, and that's true, you know. What you, as far how far you will go for someone, really says a lot about you. Oh yeah. And how far God will go for you, man. You don't even want like <laughs> that's a whole different topic right there. And he he'll he'll go beyond your belief for you, you know. Yeah. So Brady, we're coming up to fifty three minutes. We've been doing this. We could go on for longer. We don't want to take this on for too for too long, but we do want to do a little top three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Before yeah. we get out of here, okay. Billy, what are your top three preachers? Okay. Like um, not including like your own pastor. Not like, not like, not, not, not okay. including Pastor Allen, Pastor Ben, and Bishop. Bishop. Um, for sure, Shane Burns. Oh, Shane Burns. He's, for he's, sure. He's, he's my and top. then yeah. and then Victor Jackson, and then Lee Stone King. Phenomenal preachers. Taylor's not even on that list. I mean, well, you said our preachers. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say our preachers. I mean, he's. I mean, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to one of our own. Like, I wouldn't. Yeah, he is one of our own. So I was gonna give you a hard but, time. Oh, dude, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. Preaching a revival. Yeah. We talking? He he was preaching when I got delivered. You know, so yeah, yeah that is true. I mean, props to him for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> shout out to Taylor, shout out to Taylor Fish. You know. Yeah. I'll butt in on it because I want I want to tell you guys my top three just because because why not? So <laughs> well, I, um, I don't know if I have like specific order, but uh, Caleb Herring's up there. Mm, I like I Caleb, Caleb Herring. Um, try not to repeat anything that Billy said. Um, let's see, Caleb Herring's definitely up there. Oh my! My mom's drawing like who's that preaching at YC? His name's Green. Chris Green. Yeah, yeah, mm. he's really. I like Chris Green. Um, I love Josh Carson. See, oh, like, yeah. I'm personal catching with him though, because uh, he yeah, actually wow. baptized me, and I played baseball with his son. Oh wow! So, okay, yeah, okay. Mean, just flex. Yeah, just, just flexing <laughs> yeah, for you yeah, guys. Yeah, there you go. Just flexing for you guys. But then, uh, yeah, Josh Carson's definitely up there, and then probably another one. Uh, probably one that we heard here, heard here pretty recently uh, at the youth rally was Drew Galloway. I love Drew Galloway. Oh, Drew Galloway. Yeah. So those, those are probably my top three. That yeah, without okay. repeating from Billy's. Yeah. I definitely haven't heard. Uh, what's the name? Drew Drew Galloway. Drew Galloway. Yeah, Galloway. Okay. Yeah, dude, yeah. From Louisiana. Oh, okay. so pretty, pretty okay. local. I think him and um, what's his name grew up together. Um, Caleb Herring. Oh, wow. oh, I not, think so. Yeah, I, awesome. I think they grew up together. They, yeah. I think they go to the same church. Actually, I think maybe I don't know. I don't know. Dude, there's some I could make like Josh Herring. I could Josh be Herring's, lying. Josh yeah. Herring's <laughs> up there. I love Josh Herring. Right. Josh Herring. Uh, Joe Zerpoli. Yeah, Joe Zerpoli. Like Scott Graham. Oh yeah, Scott Graham. Came from his. Yeah, he's Graham. like best friends with our bishop, so. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just saying. 
we get here. Man, we, honestly, we're so blessed that our church. Oh, we've had we, we really the amount of connections that we have. Yeah. Like, and, and you know what's great? It's like when when a preacher comes in here, and it's like they just fit here. Yeah. Yeah. And like like Tyler Sullivan, like he yeah. just comes in our church and he fits in our church right, so well. Right. Right. Tyler Sullivan is one of my favorite. Yeah. Also. He's also one of my favorite singers. Mm. Not counting our own singers, like yeah, David yeah, and Taylor yeah. and Bethany. Yeah. Uh, Another flex. <laughs> that's not a flex. That's our own. Yeah, but still. But, but Tyler Sullivan right, is right. like one of my. He's one of my favorite singers. Like when he comes to our church and he doesn't even preach, but he just sings. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I could listen to that all day. Yeah. Wow. Even though he hates Whataburger. Oh. And loves In and Out. Yeah. Oh. We tolerate him. Yeah. yeah. We tolerate him. I'll pray for him. <laughs> Yeah. Brady, you want to hit him with the outro? Yeah. Um, so, thank you guys for listening this for this episode of Bro Let's Wild, and this is our great interview with Billy Williams. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, thank you for being with us. Yeah, glad to be here, guys. Um, thank you for enduring my uh, we, ongoing. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We have made follow, an official we have Instagram made an account. Official under D and B Productions. D and B Productions. I'm sure you can just set I think you can just search up like Devin and Brady. I think it pops up. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't You'll know. figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure y'all are smart enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's not hard. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcast and on Spotify, on Spotify to know when we drop our our episodes. We're trying to figure out a schedule probably the first yeah. of the years, probably when we'll get a set probably schedule set out. Probably every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but just Follow us there, and you get notified whenever you uh, right. whenever we drop an episode. And stay tuned for the Christmas special coming yeah, up. Yeah, this Christmas special. Oh. It, it'll be it'll be crazy, guys. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. All right, love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.